Hello, and welcome to another episode of Ranking Thrones. I am James Kelly. And I'm Evan Camacho. And we meet every week to talk about the men and women who sat on the Iron Throne and the men and women who tried to take the Iron Throne. Mm-hmm. And this week we got a little bit something special. We're going to try to be, I'm going to try to be an actor and Evan's going to continue being an actor. We're going <laughs> to give you a little reading from from A Clash of Kings. So, starting off, Evan, at uh, page two of the script. Yep. All of, this, all of this of snakes and incest is troll, but it changes nothing. You may have a better claim, Stannis, but I still have the larger army. Would you like one, brother? From Hivegarden, I've never tasted something so sweet, I promise you. I did not come here to eat fruit! My lords, we ought to be hammering out the terms of an alliance, not trading taunts. A man should never refuse to taste a peach. He may never get the chance again. Life is short, Stannis. Remember what the Stark said. Winter is coming. I did not come here to be threatened, either. Nor were you. When I make threats, you'll know it. After you be told, I've never, I've never liked you, Stannis, but you are my own blood, and I have no wish to slay you. So if it's Storm's End you want, take it as a brother's gift. As Robert once gave it to me, I give it to you. It is not yours to give. It is mine by rights. What am I to do with this brother of mine, Brienne? He refuses my peach. He refuses my castle. He even shunned my wedding. We both know your wedding was a moomer's farce. A year ago, you were scheming to make the girl one of Robert's whores. A year ago, I was screaming to make the girl Robert's queen. But does that? But what does that matter? The boar got Robert and I got Marjorie. You'll be pleased to know she came to me a maid. <laughs> in your bed, she's like to die that way. Oh, I expect I'll get a son on her within a year. Pray, how many sons do you have, Stannis? Oh, yes. None. <clears throat> As to a daughter, I understand. If, a wife, if my wife looked like yours, I'd send my fool to service her as well. Enough! I will not be mocked to my face, do you hear me? I will not. I am not without mercy, nor do I wish to sully Lightbringer with a brother's blood. For the sake of the mother who bore us both, I will give you this night to rethink your folly, Renly. Strike your banners and come to me before dawn. And I will grant you Storm's End and your old seat on the council, and even name you my heir until a son is born to me. Otherwise, I shall destroy you. <laughs> Stannis, that is a very pretty sword, I'll grant you. But I think the glow of it has ruined your eyes. Look across the field banner. Can you see not see all those banners? You think a few bolts of cloth will make you king? The Tyrell's swords will make me king. Rowan and Tarly and Karen will make me king with axe and mace and warhammer. Tarth, Penrose, Fassaway, Q. Melanade, Estamont, Selmy, Hightower, Oakheart, Beesbury, even House Florin. Your own wives, brothers, and uncles will make me king. All the chivalry of the, of the South rides with me, and that is the least part of my power. My foot is coming behind me. A hundred thousand swords and spears and spikes. You will destroy me? With what? Pray. That paltry rabble I steer huddled under the castle walls? I'll call them five thousands and be generous codfish lords and knights and uh, sell swords. I don't care how seasoned a warrior you think you are, Stannis. That host of yours won't survive the first charge of my vanguard. We shall see, brother. Come the dawn, we shall see. I hope your gods are merciful, one brother. Look to Look- your own sins, Lord Renly. <laughs> All right. There you have it. There you have it. Please give us our our, uh, our uh, Grammy Awards considerations later. <laughs> so, with that all in mind, we are talking, obviously, about this week, about Renly Baratheon. Mm-hmm. Renly the First. 
Yep. So, nor normally I would ask if Evan can tell me a little bit about Renly, but I think he can. I think so. So, uh, instead, let, let's uh, let's go over. Um, does he have a nickname? Yeah, he was known as the King in the South, the King in High Garden, and a good fan nickname that I like is the Copper King. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. So. First, though, let's talk a little bit about the show, Game of Thrones, and specifically the actor who played mm-hmm. Renly Baratheon, actor Gethin Anthony. I hope I'm saying that name right. <laughs> Anthony seemed destined to be an actor given that he was born in the Bard's home of Stratford-upon-Avon. Hooray! He would perform in the Royal Shakespeare Company, nice. as would another person who, who was on Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. His, we'll, we'll get to that actor in a couple episodes, so mm-hmm. find out. His biggest role outside of Game of Thrones was playing Charles Manson in the series Aquarius. Hmm. And so some other things just about the show version of Renly. As um, Evan might be picking up from the way that Renly is in that dramatic reading that we just cold read, mm-hmm. is that Renly is a very, very different character in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Renly is explicitly gay in the series, unlike the books where it takes a closer read to pick up on the hints. Clever. But like other non-POV characters, Renly is given more scenes that develop that develop him and also fundamentally change his character. Right. In the show, it is Loras who encourages Renly to pursue the throne when he expresses no interest in it. Renly has an openly hostile relationship to Robert in the show as he is disgusted by Robert's nostalgia by pointing out how awful the past was. Robert's only response is to drink more. Mm-hmm. Renly's talk to Ned has him openly try to make him support his pursuit to, to the Iron Throne and offer the line, you still think good soldiers make good kings? Mm-hmm. Really great line. Oh, it's, and it's true. Yeah. It's a fair point. Mm-hmm. Renly's relationship to Marjorie and inability to consummate his marriage is depicted. Renly does admit that he loves Stannis in a dismissive tone, right after that embassy scene that Daver did in the <laughs> show. He's like, he goes, do you believe it? I loved him once. Right. Well, he says that in the show, too. Well, no, that's what he says in the show. Like, in the, in the books, he doesn't mention it at all. Before he dies, he does make an alliance with Catelyn and the North. Okay. And in a deleted scene, Loras would weep with shame as he blamed himself for Renly's death, as he was the one who encouraged him to pursue the Iron Throne. So some interesting things, and it's a very different direction with Renly. Mm -hmm. But this is where we get the fun... It's both semantic... It's not semantics, it's like Renly is a... In adaptation, they they created a a very interesting, different character in the show. Okay. We're going to talk about the version that Martin created, along with some historical inspirations and things like that. Mm Mm-hmm. So, first and... So, let's begin. The life of Renly I. Renly Baratheon was the youngest son of the youngest of three sons by Lord Stephen Baratheon and Cassana Estermont, Renly was only an infant when his mother and father died in a storm as they returned from a journey to the east. Ren- Renly was mainly raised by Maester Cresson. Renly adored playing and luxury. When Renly was still a toddler, his older brother Robert began a rebellion against the Iron Throne. Renly was forced to live with his brother Stannis as he held Storm's End, the Baratheon's stronghold from a siege led by Highgarden. Stannis would nearly starve during the the long and brutal siege, with the men being forced to eat rats. Salvation came through a smuggler, Davos Seaworth. Stannis rewarded Davos by making him a knight, but first he chopped off his fingers on his left hand for his years as a criminal. (laughs) The siege of Storm's End was lifted when Ned Stark arrived with an army. Highgarden surrendered. There is no account of what sort of impact the siege had on Renly. And keep in mind, Renly was about six when this happened. 
So he was young. If he remembered it, he probably wouldn't have probably wouldn't have been able to really process what happened. Probably not. Probably not. Renly would grow up to be the very image of Robert in his youth, with Ned Stark being somewhat disturbed at times when he spoke to Renly. Sansa thought he was the most gorgeous man she had ever seen. <laughs> his looks would help him in later years. Mm. When Robert ascended the Iron Throne, he would bequeath Dragonstone to Stannis, while Renly was given was to be given the Baratheon ancestral lands of Storm's End. Stannis saw it as an insult, as he believed he was entitled to Storm's End, as he was the next in line as heir to the Baratheon's lands. Maester Cresson insisted no slight was intended, as the Lord of Dragonstone had for centuries been the lands held by the heir to the Iron Throne. Furthermore, as Dragonstone was the Targaryen's stronghold, Robert needed a man he could trust in command of Dragonstone. In contrast, the young Renly was given the easier assignment of the Baratheon stronghold. Stannis would forever demand he be given Storm's End as it was his right. Now, uh, take a little bit out of it, but mention the author's opinion on this, or just point out some things. George R. R. Martin later pointed out that theoretically, Robert would normally have been expected to bequeath Dragonstone to Joffrey and Storm's End to Tommen. Right, I saw it, right. Stannis, Stannis and Renly were lucky to gain any lands. Right. Just a thing to point out. Yeah. <clears throat> In his youth, Renly would travel to Maidenpool, where he would meet the ugly Brienne of Tarth. While no one wished to dance with the high-born lady, Lord Renly approached her and asked her for a dance. She was so delighted by this and the gesture seemed to compel other lo young lords to ask the lady for a dance that night. Aww. Lady Brienne fell in love with Lord Renly for his chivalry and kindness. She would pledge her sword to Renly years later and ask to serve in his rainbow guard, when, which he granted. Privately, yep. He wanted his king's guard to have rainbow capes. Hmm. Yes, they would be the Rainbow Guard instead. <laughs> instead of the King's Guard. Right. Privately, Renly thought Brienne was ridiculous playing at being a soldier. Mm. Renly would become a member of the Small Council with the title of Master of Laws, which some hardcore Stannisans find very, very ironic. Yeah. Yeah later actions yeah Renly never protected robert's ne no okay let me i read that wrong renly never protested robert's will he would jibe with the wit to rival the sniping little finger but beyond sarcasm he was content to do whatever robert willed and indulged him and encouraged his vices hmm. it must be said though that while utterly cynical and borderline nihilistic renly did seem to venerate robert while Stannis was tormented by being in Robert's shadow, Renly embraced it with content. Yeah. Of, you know, like some some brothers are just like, okay, all right, I'm in your shadow, fine, whatever. Well, it's kind of like, as we'll, as we'll learn, Kevin Lannister to Tywin. Kevin's like, yes, I'm the younger brother. Tywin is, is the older, therefore I have, it's just fact. Well, theoretically, with Kevin, it's more a little bit more like he just was like, my life is to serve this great man. Right. Like, he is obviously like, I can never surpass him. We'll no. get to it when we talk about Tywin. And yes, we're going to talk about Tywin. We're going to mm -hmm. probably have a big old two-parter about Tywin. Don't worry. Oh, yes. Well, but you're right. It's like that. And in medieval history, it was very—it was actually very rare for brothers to truly, truly work together. Mm -hmm. Brother of a king, and yeah. Right. There you go. Yep. So, still, Renly was ambitious, and appeared that he had his own plans in the Game of Thrones. He was engaged to Marjorie Tyrell, the daughter of the Lord of Highgarden. 
Marjorie mm-hmm. was not for Liana's start. Hoping to capitalize on Robert's undying love for Liana, he hoped to bring the girl to Robert to catch his eye in the hope that Robert would abandon Cersei for Marjorie. Mm. This does suggest that he too knew that Cersei's children were bastards, though his words also reveal that he has little deep thinking in his plans and simply planned for nothing beyond bringing a girl that Robert would like and hoping he would gain. Bad move. Well, it never did come to pass, but yes. Right. Renly fought in the hands tourney and was dismal in the jousts. Though Renly resembled Robert, he had none of his fighting abilities. Hmm. Renly would also nonchalantly support Robert's plan to assassinate the pregnant Daenerys Targaryen. His only comment on the matter was, We should have done it ages ago. Really? Yep. Yep. Starting to see a little bit why Stanislavs really hate this guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Renly would go on a hunt with Robert, where Robert got drunker than normal and would be fatally maimed hunting a boar. Renly was in awe that Robert managed to kill the boar even as it ripped out its guts, and that Robert managed to live long enough to return to the Red Keep conscious. Yikes. Not just a lie. Conscious. That's impressive. Yep. After Robert and Ned spoke and made his last will and testament, Renly went to Ned Stark. He urged Ned to have his men kidnap Joffrey immediately, as it was far too dangerous to let Cersei have a hold of the heir to the Iron Throne. Ned said that, it would not, that he would not support kidnapping children while Robert lived. Knowing that his life was in danger, Renly abandoned Ned with hundreds of men, including Loras Tyrell. Renly would later say that he tried to save Lord Stark to his widow, but she and Ned shared the belief that his men would have been critical in Ned surviving. Yeah. After Joffrey beheaded Ned Stark, Renly would go to Highgarden. There he would rally the South with Storm's End and Highgarden, pledging fealty to him as he declared himself King Renly I. Renly earned Highgarden's forces when he married Marjorie Tyrell. Renly reported that she was a virgin when he married her, but there is consistent debate on whether the marriage was consummated. Many detractors of Marjorie, such as Cersei, insist that Renly probably did the deed even if he didn't like it. <laughs> Renly's crown was styled as as golden roses with the with at its center the the crown stag to symbolize his his alliance with Highgarden mm-hmm. and House Baratheon. It is important to remember that Renly, not Stan, was the first man to declare himself king after the death of Ned Stark, beginning the start of the War of the Five Kings. Interesting. Rob Stark refused to support Renly because Joffrey and Tommen were Robert's heirs, and even ignoring them. Stannis was the next in line for the throne. Fair enough. Regardless of the North and Stannis, Renly's charm wholly worked as he was able to amass over 100,000 men to his cause. In a manner of speaking, Renly was clearly the most popular claimant to the throne by raw numbers. Yep. Renly himself, however, in private to Catelyn Stark, said that his right to the throne was the right of conquest. He argued that he was no different from Robert, as Robert had no legitimate claim to the Iron Throne beyond some obscure blood relations that only maesters cared about. Robert was a usurper, and so would he be. He had the biggest army, and was certain he would win. Sounds fair, albeit... Wait, we'll get to talk, talk about legitimacy, but that is so... Nihilistic. Yeah. Nihilistic, cynical, and... But in a way, it's so openly that you can admire it. Well, not only that, it's like, look, if you get, if he's a usurper and I'm a usurper and I'm able to win because I'm the, I've got the best force, does that not make me the most worthy candidate? <laughs> well, it means you might win, but worthy. And well, that's, that's what the ranking part's going to be where we talk exactly. about that. So... 
Renly greeted Kathleen Stark as he held one of the many in oh no. I skipped the big big important one first. Ooh. So Renly employed a starvation Fabian strategy on King's Landing. As he ruled the breadbasket of Westeros, he held back all of Highgarden's food. The strategy worked as the people blamed King Joffrey and his demon monkey for causing starvation. Wow. Even though Renly was the cause of the famine, many begged King Renly to come and save them. Hmm. Renly greeted Catelyn Stark as he held one of many informal tourneys as he toured the south in his slow journey to King's Landing. While speaking to Catelyn, Renly was astonished to hear that Stannis was laying siege to Storm's End. Renly naturally went to Storm's End to confront Stannis. The two had a terrible parley where both demanded the other to surrender and pledge fealty. Renly boldly threatened Stannis that despite his glowing sword, he had a minuscule army compared to just the cavalry Renly had, and his army of foot soldiers was approaching to obliterate Stannis. Hmm. Stannis simply replied, We will see. During the parley, Renly laughed off Stannis' claims that Cersei's children were bastards. He also again reiterated that the lawfulness of Stannis' claim to the throne would matter little. Oh. Several of Renly's commanders urged him to ignore Stannis' attempts to siege Storm's End, but Renly replied that he would not let people say he was a coward, and the Knights of Summer debated on who would have the glory of commanding the vanguard. Mm-hmm. While Renly was being armored for the battle, Lady Catelyn came to, to Renly to urge him to call for a great council to decide who was king. She also urged Renly to make peace with Thanis. Renly brushed off both suggestions. He then urged Catelyn to stay to see the Renly's might as a warning to Rob Stark of what might happen to him. Oh, God. Then a sudden chill came in the tent, and a shadow in the shape of Stannis Baratheon came alive and killed Renly. Lady Brienne, horrified, cradled her king in love as he died. Others looked at Brienne and thought she murdered Renly. She and Catelyn managed to escape. With that, so died the first of the five kings. <laughs> Still, the legacy of Renly would live on as when Tywin Lannister came to charge at Thanis Baratheon in the Battle of Blackwater Bay. Leading the vanguard was a man in Renly's armor, leading many to believe that that the ghost of Renly repented and supported Joffrey over the treacherous Stannis. It was truly Garland Tyrell wearing Renly's armor. This led, re- this led to a rehabilitation of Renly as a great man in the eyes of the small folk. Hmm. And that is the story of Renly Baratheon. There we have it. So, different character from the show, would you say? Yes, quite different. Yep. So, before we get into the ranking part, I always like to bring up history when I can. So, who is he based on? Renly is based on George, the Duke of Clarence, who was the brother of Edward IV and Richard III. Mm -hmm. George was the middle brother between Edward and Richard, and also their their other brother, Edmund. Hmm who got killed in the Wars of the Roses. Like Renly, George had a surface-level charm to him, but beyond this, he was treacherous, vain, and envious. He would betray and attempt to usurp Edward three times. Yeah. The third time was too much, and Edward would execute George against the, the, the vocal protests and begging of, of Edward's mother, by the way. Oh, how cute. Yeah. George was executed supposedly by drowning him in a casket of Balmsey wine, which may yeah. have, it may have been his request. Hmm. Before his final and mad attempt to usurp the throne that involved accusing Queen Elizabeth Woodville of poisoning George's wife, he also nearly went to war with Richard over the inheritance of lands and money. Oh, great. So, George of Clarence was this feckless, ridiculously petty, vain, really awful, awful guy. 
George appears in Shakespeare's Henry VI, Part Three, and Richard III. If taken, in, if if you only watch Richard III, George is a dupe of Richard's schemes and and is somewhat sympathetic. But George can only be sympathetic if you only see Richard III, because in Henry VI, Part Three, he is treacherous and impetuous and really not a nice guy just a jerk just pretty much a jerk yep and vain and so like and so if you watch richard the third with henry the sixth part three in mind you can only feel so sorry for what happens to him Mm. it's just like it's weird because it's like well he's not a nice guy but he doesn't deserve to die for these crimes right which is part of the brilliance of that play okay but we don't want to get too much into that shakespeare tangent Mm -hmm. so let's go through the ranking part now first category legitimacy (laughs) this is laughable it is legally yeah legally he has no he has no right to the throne. Well, putting it out there right now, but yeah, yeah, pretty much. He, he legitimately doesn't. So, okay, let's. Here are my notes. Oh, good. This should be fun. It might be even. Might be even this will either be make it better or worse. <laughs> I'm not sure. So, um, so, first off, he openly scoffed at the pretense of, of legitimacy as he considered himself a conqueror and was perfectly content at being labeled a usurper, as Robert was called such. What? So, I think that is going to be how we will give him any points for, for legitimacy, because like he just, he just like flat out says it, which right. I admire. It's like saying, like, what? No. Yeah, I don't have legitimacy. No. Like, I'm totally a usurper. But, you know, mm-hmm. but but then the, 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 the sort of both hypocrisy and also, like, cynicism is going to come in. But, like, it's like, just like, yeah, you know what? Like, so was Robert. So was my it's like, not, it's like, he's not wrong. Robert it's like was my, a usurper. My, yeah. It's like, it's like, no, like, yeah, 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 yeah. He was Aegon the Fist's great-grandson. Like, who remembered that or realized that when we were fighting? Right. Robert's rebellion was happening. No one. Robert was a usurper. So, you know what? I don't care. Like, he takes, honestly, Renly is, like, the the cynical, like, conclusion to, to Robert's legacy. Right. What's dangerous about it is, like, that is that if you don't take the message that that Robert was this man who who fought to rid the realm of this mad king, right? Who fought like the the excesses and tyranny of the Targaryens? Then like mm-hmm. it's just like eh, Robert just Robert just took the crown because he thought he wa- deserved it, right. and so you know what? All that matters is that you you got a big army and you're. And people support you, so I'll do it. Yeah. So I can be king. Mm. In a way, that's both true, but it's also like that is that that that's really, a bit of... that means like basically that all laws are garbage if you really take that attitude. Right. He's he's got the he's got the might makes right attitude. Yeah, which is dangerous. It's dangerous. We, yeah, it's dangerous in Westeros. Yeah. If he was if he was with the Dothraki, let's talk. But <laughs> it's the Dothraki. Yeah, that's different. That's very different. And even they have rules, dude. Right. Dothraki have rules. Okay. Oh, yeah. But, but here's like. Here's the problem with someone. Here's the problem with someone like Randley thinking he's just gonna walk. He's gonna walk in. Is that 
he's got he's got the same attitude that Robert has, in the sense that the, he he's got the same attitude that he criticized Robert for. He basically said, "You really think good soldiers make good kings?" He's kind of saying, "Well, I'm not a good soldier, but I'm going to usurp, so therefore I'm going to be a good king." And it's like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa! Where on earth do you get that logic from?" Yeah. Well, you're, there, you're combined. There are holes. There's a lot of holes in that logic. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Oh, major, major, major. All right, next note. Um, still, and this is where it gets into the twinge of hypocrisy. And I don't worship Stannis, but like, here's part of like why, like, I, I think Stannis stands do have a point as I'm going through this episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like, okay, still, for all his cynicisms, he clearly, as like Catelyn observes, he clearly exploited his looks as a young Robert to make himself appear the true continu- continuation of Robert as he looked uh, like his brother and had his brother's charm. So like, even though he said like, I'm a usurper, like Re- Robert, he also said like, I am Robert. I am Robert born again. I am uh, Robert. I am Robert the second. Like, I'm Robert. Yeah. Yeah, guys, guys, guys. Robert is back. Me. I'm like just like Robert. Except not really. Yes. So he's he's essentially conning his way into uh, he's conning his way into becoming king, which again is like absolutely. Really? Yep. Your legitimacy is your legitimacy is shaky at best, and now you're gonna go the extra mile saying you're gonna trick people. Yeah. No. Shaky at best. That's putting it charitably. Yeah. <laughs> um and but this is actually the one thing because I am a populist. Of course. Vox populi. Most of the people is it seems that the majority of the people in Westeros seem to support Renly's claim to the Iron Throne. But how does, many... Because he got yes. the biggest army, so he got the most amount of support at first in this. He got the most, he got the most amount of support because he happened to go after the largest populated area. It's like trying, it's like, uh, this is a bad comparison, but this is kind of what it would be like. I'm uh, declaring yourself essentially saying, I'm the best, I'm the best candidate for the president of the United States because I have California, ca- I, I have California and New York to support me, but no one else. Okay. So, that's a- I, I can see where, where you're coming from from that. Uh, again, again, that's a, again. Keep keep me aware, people. A disclaimer: that's a bad comparison. I'm just trying yeah. to think of something as being like that's essentially what he's saying. And what I what you're saying is like a, the the flaws of majority rule. And yeah, right. Yes, absolutely. We that's why we have checks and balances. That's why we have laws. If we just rely on solely the voice of the people, then. It's right. mob rule. Mo- and mob rule isn't right. Always right. Mob rule is just the majority. The majority isn't always right. Nope. It is political political it... aspirations aside, you're right. He he did he does seem to have the largest population that support him. However, that's not everybody. Nope, it's not. And keep in mind also it's called the War of the Five Kings for a reason. That means like support is pretty divided. Right. Support is support is support by anybody is shaky. So yeah. Okay. So what do we think with all this in mind? We could go into more detail, but like uh, I think I've I think I think, I think the point. covered it. Um, yes. Um, the long and short of it is he 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 doesn't have legitimacy. <laughs> legally on paper I'm going to give him a one because he did do, he did do something that was smart 
he went after the Reach, which was the most populated area. So at least he was able to get... I mean, if you had an army of 100,000 to support you, I mean, with might makes right, yes, you're legitimate. But you're also a punk. So I'm going to give him a one. I'm going to be a tiny bit nicer and say this much. It pretty much is a one in, like, real legitimacy legitimacy. Yeah. But I actually applaud that he, like, is just so brazenly open about, like, saying, like, nah, you know what? I'm just a conqueror. I'm just a straight-up conqueror. Like, mm. pretty much, like, in a way, like, that's even, like, Aegon was just like, I'm your king now. I'm your king. He's like, what? No, you're yeah. not. Like, well, well, I am. I'm your king now. Like, yeah. uh, so, like, I applaud, like, being that brazenly or, or, right. or just or like I I admire when you just like don't when you don't like beat around the bush you just flat out right. say like yep he's blunt enough to say yes what I'm doing is kind of low but hey I don't care but if I win it doesn't matter right of and course like where... I really admire that but like I can like I don't sincerely admire that but I like kind of like say like well at least you're at least you're honest with what right. you are but, so, at end, but at the end of the day, but and what sets it apart, though, unfortunately, is that he he lost. He well, was, we'll he wasn't get able in, to We'll get into that for for the uh, for the other categories. Uh-huh. So for now, I, I'm going to be the nicer one. I'm going to give him three, but that gives a full score of four, which is. Even lower. <laughs> There's oh, a low score yet. And it's just gonna uh, get oh boy, wow. What are we gonna do with Baylon? <laughs> I know. Boy, yeah. So know. so yeah. I mean, like he like and Renly had no real claim. It's just like I, I gave him points literally. It's just that like he just flat out says, like, yeah, I'm a usurper. Yeah. Uh-huh. I guess, like, technically also, it's like, well, I am, like, Baratheon blood, so. But, like, yeah, but you're not the right one. Exactly. Yeah. I don't justify usurping Joffrey and Tommen and Stannis. So just, like, it's, like, you're pretty bad. That's why it's, like, it's definitely, like, I could never go over five. Oh, Yeah. No way. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, no, 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 no. Nope. Yeah. So, okay. Next category potential. Mm-hmm. So, my notes. Listen. member of the small council for years. He is neither credited as helping or hurting Robert's reign. Renly was essentially a sycophant and enabler for Robert. Mm hmm. Renly was a braggart, listing off all of the qualities that made him worthy of being king. But when Catelyn Stark barbed if he was humble, he replied, You must have permit a king faults. Renly did have Robert's gift of gaining numerous people to his side, especially considering he had no legitimate basis for his claim to the Iron Throne. Right. Okay, you know what? So uh, I'll say it right now. He'd pretty much be his brother minus kind of everything that made him redeemable. Yeah. So. He pretty much like a just. I think he would be better than like Joffrey and like the real terrible. Like, yeah. Like he'd be better than like that ca- category. Right. But, like, he would be, like, more on the... I think he would be more like Viserys the First, Where he'd just be, like, kind of there. Right. And not, and not really, like, doing anything and, like... No. He and, wouldn't have... He doesn't... He would not have the incentive to make changes. No. 
he would totally be a coasting and like right he'd be he would be what's what's that there's a there's a phrase for that and i can't remember what it is but it's essentially he'd essentially be a he's kind of the equivalent of the popular kid in school coasting by on looks or or family wealth for a little bit but would he actually do anything no it'd be it'd be status quo at best which i don't know like the thing is like immediately after a war like this you need like a really at least competent king and and like a, a good yeah. king is able to like fix crises and like right recover. right a, a nice king wouldn't be what was needed but you need someone with a brain on their head and i hate to say it renly is not the right guy for the job it's not that um, he's an it's not that he's an idiot it's that he just doesn't care no yeah he doesn't he's not as bad as joffrey where, where he's a raging child child psychopath but yeah he just he just doesn't give two shits he'd be he'd be essentially be he'd be ordering people around to just say go fix it and it's like yeah. It's like, well, I mean, like, he would say that, so I'll give him that much. It's like he would say, fix it. Right, he would say, go fix it, but he probably wouldn't know who the heck to actually get to go fix it. You know, actually, you now that you put it that way, yeah, I don't, he probably wouldn't, theoretically. Or he wouldn't, he wouldn't necessarily, like, he would be, like I said, like, he would be like, he would be like Robert, but without the redeemable qualities. He would just be like, uh, 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 Go fix it. You're, you're, you're smart-ish. Like, a, a fix economy. Okay, go, go. Right. He'd be, he'd, and, and the problem is, the right people to fix the realm, he wouldn't have Tywin Lannister. I hate to say it. He wouldn't have, because say what you will about Tywin, at least Tywin would have done something. He wouldn't have Tywin Lannister to back him. At best, he would have Mace Tyrell, who is a... Well, okay, Mace Tyrell is a different character in the books. Fair enough. He is much more competent and much more of, like, an actual threat. I mean, he would have Mar- he would have, he would have the Tyrells grasper, behind him. But, but, but he's, a, he's a grasper. Like, he wouldn't have... He wouldn't have... He would have Mace Tyrell and, like... Randall Tarley is probably the best he, he would have. Right. And, like, Randall Tarley would be decent. Right. But, like... But like you'd have, have no chance against Rob Stark or or someone like that. So, yeah. Least, I mean, it's hard to... It, it really is hard to say. Because here's the problem. Renly... Renly doesn't care. He would probably, he would probably, he's a little bit like a child. He'd be essentially like, Yep. Oh, yes. Very much. He, so. He'd essentially say, Go bother someone else. Someone fix it. I don't care who fixes it. Just fix it and leave me alone. Yeah. Like his brother. Yeah. Right. And he'd tell them that straight to their face. And yeah. Then it would be, and then it would be a case of the small council essentially being like, well, he's kind of left us on our own, but we don't have the right people to do it. We don't, we can't, we can't pay them. We can't, we can't bully them. We can't trick them. Yeah. It sounds like a festering ground for corruption, just like his right. brother. Like, yeah. So, it, so, yeah. Well, saw someone like Varys or someone like, like them, they'd be just, we would just be kind of like, we're stuck. We're yeah. just stuck. Yeah. <sighs> I'll give him. I'm gonna give him a two. I'll give him. I'm get, Wow, I'm consistently being nice right now. Yeah. I'll give him four and a half. It's just like it's like yeah, he'd be like, in terms of like four and a half, it's like well, like like we said, when we were agreeing. Actually, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll give I'll give him up to maybe a three. Okay, I'll talk it's, to you. And, to... and here's and here's the problem. Here's the problem with Renly. He wouldn't improve the realm. At best, it's status quo. Yeah. At best. I say four and a, I, I gave four and a half because, like you said, like he would make the nominal efforts of like, okay, uh, you go fix it. You go fix it. Like he wouldn't right. be like unaware of the problems. He would just have no idea. 
he would just have no idea how to fix it. He he wouldn't care to like be involved in fixing it. He would right. he would have the awareness to know he didn't know how to fix it. Right. And just like he'd be like, yeah, he'd be, he, he's kind of like the shrugging guy of just like, yeah, someone fix it. Yeah. It's like, like someone, it's like someone fix it. I want to drink. Yeah. Well, well, that's why it's like I'm 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 so very critical of him. Don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah. Like it's it's so like. That's awful, but it's like it's like it's like you would acknowledge a problem, but you're not like you do need to address the problem, right? Yeah. Well, and again, and again, to to to, to I hate to belabor a point, but it's, to which the small council would be like, "Oh, for God's sakes, what to do? What to do? What to do?" <laughs> okay. Like, yeah. We're, we're, like I said, they're stuck. Yeah. They're just stuck. They're not particularly pissed off at him, but they're just stuck. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So this has been fun. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, all these claimants—they just—it's been a just a real sliding scale. I mean, when we get to it, but is he even like? Mm. How do you feel like he compares just to Viserys? I'm just like. I mean, I mean, Viserys's legitimacy is higher. However, his potential is probably not that much better. Oh, we we scored him worse, definitely. Worse. Oh, I be- Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, okay. Let's get to the next category. Agreed. Next category of so many ifs. Yep. The Sir Eustace category of. Of just like analyzing how close someone, a pretender, got to getting the big job. Yep. So, Renly's Fabian starvation, and let me let me explain for people that don't understand. The Fabian strategy um, is a battle tactic that derives its name from Quintus Fabius Maximus um, from Roman times, and it's basically that you don't engage directly with the enemy. But you employ attrition sort of activities, mm-hmm. such as um, cutting off their food supply and uh, food and water, and make it so that the enemy just dies out and is fatigued by the situation. Right. By moving, by by not having food and supply. You, you rob you rob them of their ability to wage war. Yes. That's simple. That's the simplest way to put it. It's do not engage the enemy in direct combat. It's harass them, make their life a li- make their life a living hell, so that the they're either so weak that they that they can't fight, or don't have the resource to keep going and just surrender. Excellent way of putting it. Thank you, Evan. Thank you. So. Renly's Fabian starvation strategy was working as riots would break out in King's Landing, and there were attempts to open the gates for Renly to enter the city. Nice. So, like, uh, there there were riots. Oh, yeah. People were 100% starving, so Mm -hmm. it was working, and theoretically, Renly could have probably got, it could have gotten to a point where Renly would have come with red baskets and be and the gates would swing open by the people, and he would be hailed as a savior. Yeah. To be it, honest, I mean, it, I mean that's it's probably it's pretty scummy. It is pretty scummy, but oh yeah, it's it, lo- it's, it's, it's the work. lowest. It was working. Oh yeah, it's it's, and and to bring it from a historical perspective, this scorched earth policy that the that he was doing essentially is incredibly unpopular yeah uh, is incredibly unpopular in warfare however yeah. the fact that it almost that it has a near if, if you can hold out long enough it has almost a guaranteed chance of winning so mm-hmm. from a sounds from a sound it was a it was a very sound strategy it was working. It just kind of got snipped in the bud by his death. Yeah. So that's the next note. So 
Renly was assassinated in the midst of his campaign. Mm-hmm. Furthermore, he was assassinated, assassinated fighting Stannis, not Joffrey. Right. And to be fair also, Stannis essentially changed the game of the way the rules were played by mm-hmm. not killing his brother on the battlefield and using magic to kill his right. brother. Right. Which, you gotta use whatever you gotta use to win a, a war, theoretically. Well, Say what you will. I mean, Stannis was Stannis was probably uh, probably about halfway between smart enough and desperate enough to to use the methods that he had. He was not going to beat Renly on the field. Plain and simple, he wasn't going to do it. So he had to he had to get smart. He had desperate time to call for desperate measures. He used what he had, which is part of. Stannis's arc, and that's why he will eventually burn Shireen. So, yes. Is that, that is his arc. Is is slowly and slowly turning to those desperate measures. Yeah. Yeah. For the right reasons, but he does those things. So, yes. And it gets, it, hate, I hate to say it, it gets results. It's not popular, but it gets results. Well, we'll see how it happens in the end. We'll see. Anyways, um, so what do we think? This might be the, his highest scoring category. He might actually, because, I mean, he came not only very close, but there was a very high chance that had he not been assassinated, I think he would have won. Yeah. He probably came the closest. The fact that he did die, though, in the middle of his campaign means mm-hmm. I can't give him high, high marks. Same. I, I will give him about, though, like, in terms of claimants, I'm going to be nice. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give him about, I've been nothing but nice this entire time, uh-huh. even, though, even though my niceness has been, like, still pretty damning. Yeah. I'm going to give him about a seven. I could agree with that. I could go with that. Yeah. It's, um, you know, it's just like, it's like he, he got pretty close. He got pretty close. I mean, keep in mind, we gave Damon, we each gave Damon 10. Where just like, right. it's just like, it was like one final battle. But like, this is like the, the final battle was in, in the horizon, theoretically. Mm-hmm. At least for King's Landing. Then, if right. he would have had to have faced Rob Stark and Tywin, that would have been different. Yes, it would have been a very different story. But I mean, we'll put it this way: he certainly, if he had gotten there, he probably would have had a very good deterrent, which was the Tyrell army. So, yep. I say I'm going to give him a seven too. Yeah. Okay. Next category: portrait. So, sending you some. Sending you some pictures, and this is where, no offense to Gelfin Anthony, but just like this is where, like, the books is just like, as they I describe, it's like he's basically an Adonis. I was gonna say, it's like, he's, he's, a good looking, he's a good looking guy, and he almost looks, and, so uh, like, looks slightly feminine. He almost has, I think, he has the Targaryen uh, remnants in his blood. <laughs> <laughs> I could see that, yeah. Mm-hmm. And like the last one, I think that's that's Renly, right there. I mean, he's a he's a pretty boy. He's a uh, he's a he's a boy band pretty boy. Absolutely. Well, I mean, like I said, Sansa thought he was the most handsome man she'd ever saw. Not saying something. She's seen could, some handsome guys. Just pause for for fun trivia irony with with mm-hmm. what I said boy band and and I said Sansa. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, you know, Sophie Turner. And ended up marrying a Jonas brother in real life. Yes, she's now she's now called Sophie Jonas, which wow, which is, yeah, which is kind of hilarious because I'm like that doesn't. She's the envy of so many girls out there. Good for you, Sophie. Good oh, for you. Yes. Well, the point being though that uh, definitely Renly looks he he's he's got charisma. Yeah. Looking at him, this is why, like, people follow him. Like, I can see it. Like, this man, like, oh, yeah, this totally is Robert. This is, like, an awesome, handsome, 
charismatic and right but unfortunate and 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 which is fun which is ironic because the which is ironic because the the real truth of the matter is is that he's he's copper he's not actually really that strong or anything but oh yep yep well but but yes but yes he he lives up to that of of the estimation of donald noy of just being copper bright and shiny pretty to look at but not worth much in the end yeah but we're we're only like we're superficial when we go to portrait so out of five yeah, yeah i'd give I'd him go, a five i'd give him a five like yeah he looks like a, a warrior king mm-hmm. he looks like it but you know yeah so wow 10 that's a high score for for that category <laughs> good on you so total score 35.5 that puts him only one behind Damon the second. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. He did score higher than Viserys the third. Like mm. Viserys, Viserys, like it, like the big thing that really brought him down was even though he got pretty damn high for legitimacy, mm. was that was that like his potential and so many ifs were so abysmally low. Oh he, yes. He got was nowhere close to winning the Iron Throne, and he was, yeah. and actual potential as king was like, oh yeah, he'd be his father. It's like, oh gosh, it would be awful. Absolutely, he would be awful, awful. Yeah. But with that, all that in mind, the final category: Stag or Bambi? Is he someone that would be remembered, or would he ultimately be kind of a footnote to history? I think he would be a bit of a footnote. He'd be a Bambi. You know, he, it's it's like theoretically the ghost part of the story. Yes, might be a bit of what what, what would theoretically sway him more to uh. stag in like the eyes of the Westerosi, and like the only other thing that like really does like suggest stag at all. Is that he's the first one to declare himself king after the execution of Ned Stark? You know, other than obviously Joffrey. I suppose. But like, he's like the second king of the five kings. Right. But I still maintain though that he'd be he he. I think if he actually became king, ultimately he would just kind of be brushed aside. It's not just that though. I mean, like one because he. Like that's we we covered all of that with potential. Right. I'm just talking about like his actual legacy right here and now, and I think I am gonna go. I agree with you. It is Bambi. It's just because like he, it's because he doesn't even have a great battle to really go no. with him, right? And like no great conquests. It's like the War of Five Kings will never be forgotten, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like. Of that, it's. I don't want to give too much away, but hmm. there's only about maybe two-ish figures, right? That really, like that that scream of like they would be obviously like they had a huge impact and they were would obviously be remembered, right? Everyone. Like everyone would remember them, not just historians. I mean, like, like. Say what like um we might cover it when we talk about Tyrion, but the uh, Tywin, but like Tyrion sadly is like totally one of those people that like is the unsung hero. But oh yeah. Totally is unsung. Mm-hmm. Like Sarah's the second. And like you got someone like I mean we're gonna get into it. We got two more episodes coming up on the on the War of the Five Kings. So we're not uh-huh. done at all. So thank you all for joining us. Thank you for listening to our attempts at acting or my attempt at acting. <laughs> and uh, and if interested in Evan, I'm sure he can. You can find him somewhere. Mm-hmm. He's, he's always on the lookout for work. Of course. Um, so thank you guys so much. Next week we are meeting up to talk about. Uh, I think our next one is going to be. The- I think we should still go by the order of death. Okay. And so one on our list is the one we've been 
mockingly and joyfully awaiting. Oh, <laughs> it's yeah. gonna fail on the first. Oh, That's gosh. gonna be so much fun. <laughs> yeah, well. Be kind. We will not be kind. <laughs> no, we will not. Okay, so tune in for that fun episode. See you then. Everybody. <laughs> Bye.